foreign in carry family come Nigeria next thing now they don't kidnap him. Nigeria no savvy I will go back. You understand? So. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the first episode of Aza Podium. Today, I'm with someone special in the name of Abakar Sadiq Ablalim. He is the founder and the CEO of Aza Innovations Limited. How far now, boss man? Thanks for having me. I'm a nurse. I trust you're doing good on this beautiful day. I'm doing good myself. I just came off from an exam and it's not looking good there. <laughs> My thing, bro. Uh, I also have a couple of exams in the coming week, but let's see how that goes. Yeah, I hope it goes fine, bro. I hope yeah. it goes fine. Thanks, brother. Yeah. So, Alimzi, I know people watching are wondering, who the hell are you? I personally know who you are, but who are you, though? I mean, I'm just a simple person, you know, with an entrepreneurial spirit, you know, trying to make a difference in this world, especially in Nigeria, Africa. So, me, no gas me, yeah. Calm down. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So what are you all about, though? Well, um, so, yeah. So I'm basically, uh, like I said, um, uh, I'm I'm all about solving problems. You know, the problems uh, Nigeria is facing. You know, I'm I'm all about uh, yeah, innovating solutions to try and put a smile on Nigerians' faces. You know, uh, it's uh, I've been in this uh, this entrepreneurship uh, sector for the past six years of my life you know or it, it could even go back as nine years ago you know uh, because you know i've always have a knack for for solving problems you know I, I'm, i've never been that kind of person to just sit down and do nothing you know right from my primary school and secondary school you know i was always uh innovating try to come up with something new you know try to solve the problems of the schools i was in you know um so i don't really discuss people you know i discuss ideas Wow, that's great. I remember even in, in high school, like there was once there was one teacher called Mr. Barnabas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he uh, yeah, shout out to Mr. Barnabas. He was my computer teacher uh when I was in secondary school. And yeah, and he actually motivated me, you know, a lot. Uh, I learned a lot from him. Yeah, yeah, he has he has quite a lot of experience, you know, with the computer field. So he always pushed me to be better, you know, to be who I am. So he contributed to who I am today, basically. Yeah, I remember you and him like every time you like, you guys are like one or two, You're, like best friends. They always just come and call you to to do some kind of project things like that. I didn't even used to understand that back then, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I I was basically friends with anyone who who had an interest for computers. You know, because I'm a tech guy all around. You know, I uh, I love the hardware part of it, the software part of it. You know, every anything computer just tickles my fancy. Wow, I'm I mean, for me, when it comes to computers, I'll say games take my heart personally. Oh, what what kind of games do you play then, and uh, on what platforms? I play uh, FIFA. I play oh, yeah. Uncharted. I don't play like uh, Fortnite and Call of Duty and those type of games. I play more like adventure type of games. Yeah, I would say uh, Fortnite is for this new generation of kids. You know, uh, back then when we were younger, you know, we used to play uh, Call of Duty, uh, FIFA, uh, you know, the the old generation of FIFA, you know, PES, uh, Battlefield, you know, all these other games. I, I used to play uh, games a lot, especially on PC. 
you know, because I used to diss uh, console gamers. Uh, you know, I, I was always a PC guy. So, uh, yeah, I used to play games, but, but amongst other stuff, you know, I, I, I ventured into uh, things like the drone industry. You know, I was building wow. FPV drones, you know, when I was very young and people were shocked, you know, like, oh, uh, how, how do I have the knowledge to build all this stuff? You know, but it's all about, you know, trying to uh, acquire knowledge from all these free platforms like YouTube and all that stuff. You know, it, yeah. it gives you a lot of knowledge that you wouldn't normally learn in, in schools, you know, so... You know, I, uh, you know, like I said earlier, I'm, I've never been the kind of person to just stay around lying idle doing nothing, you understand? So whenever an opportunity presents itself, you know, for me to learn something, then I take it. You grab it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you said YouTube, like, I think, to be honest, like, throughout my university or even throughout this life, my greatest teacher, I would say, I'm, I've heard someone say it, someone else called Salim Takuma, shout out to him, though. I've heard him say it, but personally, me too, to be honest, that's my greatest teacher. Because I've learned a lot from from YouTube, more than I've learned a lot from, from anyone, if I'm being honest. Because in YouTube, like, you can find literally anything, any single thing you're looking for. No matter how it is, no matter what it is, even if it's how to play a game, how to, how to be more sensible, how to, like, motivational type of stuff. It's just next level. YouTube is a very great problem-solving, like, um, platform. It solved a huge problem in terms of like school units and everything. Yeah, I, I think that, um, that was what actually gave YouTube, you know, this big name they have today. And that was what drove their net worth, you know, because um, like, to be honest, uh, school doesn't really teach you, you know, a lot about life per se. You know, it usually teaches you how to be an, an employee rather, yeah. than an, than an, uh, rather than an employer. You know, so, uh, but, you know, but with YouTube, you know, it gives you access to free education. You know, the only cost of doing YouTube is, is, is the internet subscription you're paying for, you know, internet data yeah. you're using, but which is, which is uh, relatively cheaper than the tuition fee you're paying to go to university. That's true. And a lot of these courses, you know, aside from, let's say, the medical courses like pharmaceuticals or, you know, medicine and all that stuff, you know, every, every other course, you know, can be literally learned from YouTube. You know, A to Z. I think the only thing that you'll be missing is the practicals. You know, where you actually get to sit down with the teacher and, uh, uh, you know, and they show you, uh, you know, you know the practical way of doing things rather than just studying the theoreticals. But you can learn, uh, all the theoreticals on YouTube. Understand? So, you know, it's kind of like getting an online degree. Yeah. And there are even a, a lot of platforms that make it even easier, you know, like Udemy or Coursera, you know, you can, it's basically like, like YouTube, but you get to have a certificate and you have a dedicated tutor, you know, uh, tutoring you through the whole course. So, I mean, um, in, in this generation we're living in right now, is way better than our parents' generation, you know, whereby you can just, yeah, you have free access to education to actually better yourself. So that's why when I see people now utilizing all this stuff, you know, and just sitting around playing games all day, you know, really bugs me because, like, like you literally have uh, all the tools and everything to be successful, but you're wasting away your time doing doing useless stuff. You know, uh, like I also play games at the side, but but then, but then, but then, I, but then at the same time, I have a I have a goal to reach. You know, I know what what I'm doing, and I uh, I spend most of my time, you know, building my my future. You know, instead of just whiling away your time. So. Um, one thing I'd like to advise the youth is to actually uh, sit down and cut all that crap, you know, and actually focus on building their future because uh, the, uh, the best times, uh, time of your life, you know, the your prime years are going to be your 20s. You know, so you should utilize that to 
build your future so that you actually have something going on good for you, you know, in your 30s uh, upwards, you know, rather than waiting for your uh, 30s to start building something significant, you know, where, whereby you start having all these diseases and family problems and all that stuff. So it's, it's just, you know, life is all about uh, good planning, you know, and there isn't a... Uh, 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 successful you know and they, there isn't like a one-way strategy for life you know uh, for, for success per se you know so everyone has their own routes so people should just take it easy you know know what they want uh know how to get there you know and you utilize uh, the free uh resources around them you know to to uh, to, uh, to to take them there basically yeah i mean this is it's bad like you said there's a lot of um tools that we can use in this generation. I mean, I, I personally see a lot of our mates like just sitting down, playing games, saying, oh, okay, my dad has a, or my, my uncle is a, has a connect or that kind of, and those type of things. But literally, they don't even understand that working that 95 thing, like, I mean, our parents don't even like it, like, because my dad once told me, like, yo, don't ever work for anybody. Because me, I'm even suffering from this. He literally told me, he opened up to me, told me I'm suffering for it because he literally has no time of himself. All he cares about is just to go to work, come back, and to try and provide for us. I mean, that's good, but he told me like I could do it in a set, in a different way that he, did, he didn't do it. I should just be different and innovative. And actually, that actually brought me closer to my dad, if I'm being honest, because me and my dad didn't used to see eye to eye in a lot of things. <laughs> Not that. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I understand that that aspect you know, quite well because it's uh, literally the same for me, you know, with my own, my own parents. Um, but I think you know the uh, one one thing I also like to draw the attention of people to is, uh, you know, we actually need the government workers, you know, because without the government workers, the government servants, the government sector of the of the country, you know, would wouldn't stand right, you know. So we need yeah. as much as we need our entrepreneurs, you know, we also need the people who do the nine to five jobs, you know. But yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think more people should push towards being entrepreneurs, you know, and not rely on the government jobs. Or you can even have the government job and have your business by the side, you know. Not that when you retire, you now just rely on pension or you rely on your kids to take care of you, you know, which is quite intolerable, you know, in most cases. But yeah, I think uh, most people should push towards being entrepreneurs and also push their kids towards being entrepreneurs and that's why i don't see a lot of african parents do you know a lot of african parents don't really push their kids to be entrepreneurs they push them to be to be employees you know working other 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 successful employers you know and, uh, and the saddest thing is the you, uh, you see is that the people getting first class in school or universities are the ones working for the people who got c's and and second class lower you know and all that stuff so like you know life 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 really teaches us a valuable uh lesson you know in this regard and so so you just so you just come to realize that it's not all about getting the first class and everything it's actually about building a, a very solid future for yourself you know and living a successful life a successful doesn't really have to mean uh making more money than 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 everyone else you know it usually means uh, making making money at your own pace you know while still having peace of mind and time to do other things you wanted to do life you know you understand all the things you want to do with your family you know go to vacation on your own terms you know not not having a boss telling you what to do and all that stuff basically comfort yeah exactly wow so let's switch you up a bit um 
I know Alimzi, like me and you, uh, we've come a long way in, in this entrepreneurship uh, journey. I can see that. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. We... Okay, yeah, go on, go on. Um, no, no, go on, actually. No, you were about to say something. No, I was about to say, like, what do you think, like, was the biggest problem, like, challenge that we faced? Well, I think the the biggest problems uh, I faced, you know, in, in my uh, in my entrepreneurship journey, you know, is is the lack of support from the government. You know, uh, the way the government doesn't really support people who are truly trying to revolutionize a country. You know, they rather support uh, people who they are closely related to. You know, or, or startups that that include their their family relatives in them. You know, so those kind of things are really. Uh, dragging the, the the whole country down you know and i want also to take a look at the the the, the marginal you know illiteracy uh, in in nigeria whereby, whereby a lot of people don't even know uh about what's going on you know because you know, to be honest a lot of people are living in poverty in nigeria so yeah. they don't really have time to even test out your new products uh and that's why you see a lot of startups you know, uh, don't really make it in nigeria you know one one out of eight startups make it uh, globally, but when it comes down to Nigeria, you know, when you extrapolate that data towards Nigeria, you know, it's actually way more than that. It's um, only only about one out of fifty startups actually succeed in Nigeria. Um, so, so when so when you take a look at it from this aspect, you know, you realize that uh, uh, Nigeria doesn't really uh, provide the suitable uh, environment for you to succeed because uh, me and you started the. Uh, our previous company, Viscorium, you know, which was formerly Viscor, you know, we changed the name a lot, a lot of times. Um, so when you take a look at Viscorium or Viscor, you know, uh, we actually did everything right. We secured a partnership with Microsoft, everything. We raised money. Uh, but what, well, what happened or what, what made us switch to Azure was because the, the Nigerian market wasn't ready for Viscorium yet. You know, a lot of people didn't know about cryptocurrencies. And, and and also, so the government was coming down on cryptocurrency uh, industry, you know, the blockchain industry. So, so when you take a look at you know all these uh, problems, is it, it usually comes from the government. And I don't really want to pin hundred percent of the fault on the government. You know, it's also also uh, the Nigerians also have a, a part to play in this. You know, so I just think uh, so. I just. Uh, wish that more Nigerians should try and educate themselves more on what is going on in, in the world, you know, on on innovations that will literally help their lives for the better, you know, rather than depending on, on whatever the government uh, tells them to do. Yeah. I also believe um, there should be more young people in the government because most people like that in government are old and their mindset is totally different. They don't think in a modern way. They mostly even I'm sure even their phone they don't even know how to navigate it. I'm hundred percent sure. Talk less of like thinking about cryptocurrencies. They'll probably think, okay, this thing is like some kind of scam. How the hell is this money even being generated from that kind of stuff? Because they their mindset is mostly old. They mostly perform better with um with like fiat currencies, say like physical currencies, seeing phys- something physical like on the hand, than rather than um seeing it digi- digitally. But all I'll say is I think there should be more young people. Particip- I mean, I've seen many more young people participating in politics these days, and it's very, it's a very nice sight to see. 
Yeah, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I really support that, and uh, and uh, and I think that's what our generation is literally waiting for. You know, for our own uh, age bracket to hop on the politics, you know, and and um, you know. But uh, this this current sort of people, you know, uh, I mean, God bless them. You know, they've done a great job and everything. But but we, uh, I wouldn't even say great job. You know, the the I mean, they're pretty decent compared to other countries. But 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 we all know what's really going on within Nigeria. You know, and so I wouldn't even give them a commendation or because they're they're literally doing the bare minimum. You know, okay. to to try and keep the country afloat. You know, they have to they have to do more than that. You know, because they they're getting paid a lot and. A lot of people are trusting them, but yet we, we look at a lot of the issues, you know, the insecurity issue, the kidnapping and all that stuff. And that's why, you know, a lot of foreigners don't even want to come to Nigeria for tourism and all that stuff, you know, because uh, they fear getting kidnapped. You know, when you ask a foreigner, let's say, for example, Turkey, where I am, you know, uh, I've ever heard of Nigeria, you know, the first thing they say is Boko Haram, you know, and all, the, all, uh, all that stuff. So, uh, you know, you don't want a situation whereby, you know, for you know, encouraging family come in Nigeria. Next thing that they don't kidnap him, I don't know Sabi, I will go back. <laughs> you understand? So, so that, so that's, so I, I think um, a lot of these problems, you know, we have no power to solve them. You know, because we're, we're just entrepreneurs, but, but we really love to see the government chipping and trying. Uh, finally, do what's right, and I don't even think this current government is gonna do anything about that because it's been literally years, you know, that I've been hoping, hoping and praying, hoping and praying, and nothing really ever gets changed. And that's why I, I don't even vote during uh, elections anymore because it's literally no point. You know, you end up voting and your votes will be corrupted. Uh, yeah, so uh, so I really uh, so I really yearn for 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 the time period you know whereby our age bracket uh, uh people you know actually hop on the government and start doing something and i really hope they don't they don't take uh after the previous government you know i really hope they carve out a new future for nigeria you know to try and compete with the other uh top global superpowers in the world that's true i mean even in even in africa like we are we are very behind in terms of like uh the way the, the governments in some other countries like they treat their their um how do you call them citizens it's, it's very different like if you think about places like rwanda for example rwanda is like the next big thing in africa like everyone wants to go to rwanda even um i've i've met like people in for example i, I i'm currently in turkey as well so i met people like random people in in university and they keep telling me oh they really want to visit rwanda i was like why is it because you see arsenal Jersey on, or like visit around on as well. Just yeah, or anything. But they'd be like, no, it's not because of that. It's because like they see the country and they know like how the kind of um, government that takes care of the country. If you look at Rwanda, like it, it looks very nice. Even me, I personally want to visit that place. That's yeah, actually, funny. I was I was watching you know quite a few videos on Rwanda and, and it actually you know it blew my mind up. You know the the. Their, their their tech industry is actually you know doing very well, and they also have a very good gender equality. You know the, the women are also contributing to the economy, and um, I, I, and it's a really beautiful place. You know, and they have good food. You know, although you know that their food is in no way up to Nigeria uh, to Nigeria, You know, yeah, when you take that jollof rice, bangu, you know, oh, that is a whole different level. You know, but but I mean they're doing really good for for themselves. You, you know, I really love the. Uh, you know the country as a whole, and I would love to go there very soon. Yeah, I also love to go there. Just one day, one day, inshallah, very soon. 
So I, I just hope the Nigerian government will try and um, take inspiration from the Rwandan government um, because uh, because uh, I don't I, I don't even think Rwanda has any more resources than Nigeria. Nigeria has more GDP. You know, we have better manpower. You know. I mean, we literally are very intelligent. You know, Nigerians do well anywhere they go in the world. When you take a look at the US, the UK, you know, yeah, I mean, even Turkey, you know, uh, I, I think the Ishik, uh, in Ishik University, you know, it was a Nigerian that, that, that got the highest, you know, uh, GPA in the whole university, yeah. uh, you know, and, and just, just, just recently, and he's also my friend, you know, so... Uh, uh, yeah, a, a lot of a lot of Nigerians actually excel very well, you know, when you give them the opportunity to do so. So I really, really don't understand why the government doesn't want to give, uh, um, you know, the youth an opportunity to actually show their potential. Because the youth, we, we actually have a lot of potential. It's just things and situations just drag us down. Sure. I personally have a lot of mentors, like when it comes to different things especially like um, the way of life in general. I would say people like Elon Musk, um, Mark Zuckerberg and the rest. Do you actually have any, any mentors like driving you through? Um, yeah, uh, of course, you know, I do have a, a lot of mentors. You know, throughout my life, I've had mentors, you know, that right from my teachers, you know, my teachers in secondary school, primary school, uh, even even some of the staff, you know, that, that I know, uh, they, they actually pushed me through life. You know, uh, I mean, even down to my friends or even uh, world personalities like Elon Musk, Gary Vee, you know, Mark um, Zuckerberg, you know, I really learned a lot from them, you know, uh, especially with Elon Musk, you know, the way he's a billionaire and, uh, you know, uh, the way he has a very free personality and does whatever he wants, you know, I really... I really like uh, the way he articulates himself, you know, the, the way he doesn't really give a fuck about anything, you know, he just speaks uh, his mind, and that's the kind of person I am also, you know, I don't really, I don't really, uh, like, I listen to people, but, but at the end of the day, you know, I do, I do, I do whatever the fuck I want, because, uh, uh, you, uh, you know, I'm stubborn that way, you know, because if you end up following every single thing people say, you know, you wouldn't really make it in life, really, because you would just be going left and right, and, and that's why they say, uh, uh, if if you stand for nothing, you fall for anything. Okay. So yeah, but at the same time, don't be too arrogant. You know, you have to. There, there has to be a clear balance between you know, uh, learning to listen listen to people, but then at the end of the day, doing what you think is right. You know, following your own instinct. So I really have a lot of uh, solid mentors. I don't want to call their names now because they're not gonna finish <laughs> listening to them on this podcast. Yeah, but but they really helped me throughout life. They probably take the whole the whole time, sir. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're also my mentor, you know. Uh, you're Ahmed Nazar. I've, uh, I've learned uh, a lot from you. No, they make you me know. look like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, your friends can also be your mentor, you know. There are a lot of my friends that I think they're, they're way intelligent than me, uh, you know, way more intelligent than me, smarter than me, but I don't really tell them because when I tell them now, they'll start feeling somehow. You know, so so I just like to keep you uh, to myself. You know, I really, I I genuinely, I genuinely think that they're smarter than me, and more intelligent than me. But so I just like to learn from them. You know, even if I, I, I never show them, you know, but I really learn a lot from them, and I use it in my own personal daily life. That's true. Now you, you're a very humble person. I, I can I can tell. 
Well, well I mean, uh, I mean, we try to be, we, we try to be. Yeah, but um, I mean, I've seen a lot of um very like-minded individuals and bright individuals from Nigeria, like yourself, for example. I can consider yourself uh very bright. Um, do you think like the country we are in, like it's uh, it kind of like takes them down and they they don't fully blossom to like what they are meant to blossom or or what do you think about that situation i mean it's like i said uh, earlier in the podcast you know uh, when you when you give nigerians the opportunity to actually excel they do excel and we have the facts you know to back that up you know we're, we're not just talking from uh from mere words you know we we do have the fact you know nigerians excel in the, in the medical field in the usa even in the tech field when it comes to turkey they do excel in the business field you know a lot of nigerians excel everywhere but we're in good china you know a lot of a lot of nigerians are doing way more than the chinese people there well, uh, you know, and that's why, you know, when you go to place America, a lot of the black Americans are actually envious of Africans because when we go there, we really do stuff that even they they didn't they didn't think of doing. You understand? Um, and I think uh, to, uh, through no fault of their own, you know, uh, they say that uh, when you, when you go to a foreign country, then you actually see see the see see uh, more opportunities than the natives living there. You understand? Because because they they've been there their whole lives. You know, so so it's all about a, a change of scenery, you know, and a change of mindset. Because when you go to a foreign country, your, your mindset changes, and that's why I I, I push for Nigerians to, to actually travel out abroad, you know, and experience life, you know, uh, see a lot of things, you know, go on adventures and learn from the experiences, meet with different people, you know, learn new cultures, and that's gonna influence the way you you think, and that's also gonna uh, help you start thinking of a lot of ideas that you can implement to your own country. You know, like for example. Um, I don't know why, why no one ever thought of this, you know, uh, well, when it comes to uh, the USA, you know, other developed countries like Turkey and uh, or, or even the, uh, or even, uh, you know, a lot of European countries, yeah. you, you, you see them having metro metro stations. And uh, and these countries have had metro stations, you know, for the past almost forty to fifty or even sixty years. Yeah. You know, so 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 why don't Nigeria have a metro uh, station? So when you look at all this all this stuff you now, you know, uh, uh, why can't some of our billionaires, you know, so some of our leaders actually just try and build that metro system in Nigeria? And that will solve a lot of problems because the population of Nigeria is uh, is already north of two hundred million uh, people. So when you build a metro system, it actually solves a lot of the the traffic problem in Lagos or in Abuja, and it actually re, re, uh, reduces the carbon emission from a lot of vehicles because a lot of people will have the need to to, to purchase uh, vehicles to roam over because they can just swipe in their cars and use the metro trains and buses and all that stuff. So when you, so when you think of um, uh, like uh, and this is actually uh, an idea, you know. If anyone wants to wants to take it and do it, because I want, because I thought of this also, you know. But because I'm because I'm an Azar, I don't want to split my my heads into uh, my head into two, you know. But but but, but I'm just flabbergasted, you know. Why 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 isn't the government taking this serious? You know, why why isn't the government uh, pushing for a metro system, which will literally solve a lot of problems happening in Nigeria, and to also solve the kidnapping problem? Uh, like it won't really, uh, uh, like it won't fully eradicate the issue, but 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 it will, but it will go a, a long way, making sure people don't get kidnapped. Because when you use the metro system, everyone can see you. You know, you 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 can see you have the cameras inside the. 
and the buses and you have a, a dedicated central system that the government can monitor everyone using the metro system you know rather than uh, everyone having their own cars so these are some of the problems that that uh, I mean, Nigeria is really a disappointment. Like, uh, I can't even pour out my frustrations on this podcast, you know, because uh, I might even speak to uh, switch to uh, pidgin English, you know. Down, <laughs> people, uh, people, I swear, like, like everyone, Fide understand uh, with India, you know, Fide country and country just they drag you back. You understand? When we say other countries, they move forward, your mates, they move forward, but you they hear they play around. You know, you go see our presidents now, they don't run for campaign, then they make jokes. Like then things they say a joke with the you know your other countries they 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 then they build uh, the the their own people up and, and when you even take a look at the old people living in other countries like uh, the, the 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 government is really doing a lot to take care of them you know mm-hmm. but when you come to Nigeria ah uh, nobody care if you see Papa for road now you don't even care and uh, they go they go kidnap you uh, president go does they laugh you go they go they you go they go UK they go and go get surgery you understand so. Like uh, I don't even understand, uh, um, and and that really bothers me. Like, 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 if you need the surgery, well, you know, you know, why, why go to uh, why 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 go to a foreign country? You understand? Like, so uh, so so that simply means that your own country's uh, infrastructure isn't that good enough to treat you. you understand? And that and that's why, uh, you know, we as Africans, you know, uh, like uh, we suppose they build up our our own uh, country so that anything that we need we know guys they, they depend on foreigners you know so if so if now healthcare now we need now uh, more try build better hospitals you know if now schools we need more try build better schools so that people know guys go abroad to uh, to go study you know if now roads more more build better roads more build better metro systems you know all these things and nigeria actually has the money to do so but they end up uh, you know uh, accruing more uh, more debt you know, doing doing some useless things that don't even help the country. So that's just my take on that. Yeah, you, you said something of um of like uh, Nigerians uh, blossoming uh, abroad and all of that. I feel like there's something that ties um entrepreneurship with um like survival, in the sense that if you look at anyone that has actually made it through entrepreneurship, they they like they were striving to survive. In the sense that, like, it was this or nothing, like this or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, that is a very uh, good good observation from you because, uh, 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 because what uh, what I actually uh, see in common, you know, between all the successful companies that I've been monitoring is that they have one, uh, they all have one underlying factor, which is uh, uh, resilience and persistence. Uh, you, you know, and, and the determination to succeed, and and where where all those uh, emotions uh, come from is from the fact that they know that you know this is their only way out. You know, this is their this is their their their, their one ticket to success, and and it's either uh, and it's a do or die situation. You understand? So most of these successful companies you have seen, you know, like Google, you know, like uh, uh, what do you call this? Uh, Facebook and all that stuff. You know the you know the founders were actually crazy enough to 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 try this thing out and because to the, to them life wasn't about getting a degree. You know it was about building something that's gonna uh, impact uh, the world. So uh, and especially in Nigeria, you know, when you see people building a lot of uh, beautiful uh, products in Nigeria, you know, they usually come from. Uh, yeah, it, it usually comes from you know the the need to 
to uh, to, uh, to to like survive or to build a, a better situation for your family because uh, you know they said uh, if if you know if no one in your family is a millionaire then then you will be the first one you understand so they have to be the first one that's their mindset so to, uh, to them it's not about going to school you know it's about in uh, and like not to do or that you know the dengas host to dengas succeed no matter what so that's just their mindset yeah and nigerians i, I think the general have that mindset like if we are put in 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 that condition like to actually do, we have that mindset is because like we blossom in different countries and like it, it's not by luck it's not chance in any way because if you look at um all these ballers like for example in in turkey for example or istanbul there's this uh like ballers that you see like the nigerians that why did they make it even though maybe sometimes there are <laughs> there are ways of getting money is not it might not be the best sometimes but i mean <clears throat> they made it twice right because they had to survive like if nobody's sending them money they don't they won't survive they'll die and yeah, I think Nigerians we generally have the the uh, resilience and assistance and everything you said, boys. Just so some people haven't fully opened that door yet. But yeah, living to that. Um, yeah, I mean, with uh, uh, with time, you know, with time, I really hope that Nigeria will get to to realize that potential, and that's what we also try. That's also part of our own agenda, you know, at Aza. Uh, yeah, I just noticed we haven't even discussed about Aza. You know, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, there's always time for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but let me let me try and you know shed more light on, on what is Aza, you know, because a lot of people have been seeing Aza on social media, you know, what's been going on. Uh, so uh, basically, Aza Aza is a is a financial super app, you know, get uh, geared towards uh, optimizing the financial lives of Nigerians. You know, basically, uh, we're, we're trying to build the uh, the number one. Uh, fintech app in in the whole of Nigeria, you know, and and uh, and I know you know a lot of people already use a lot of other uh, fintechs, you know, that that make uh, their the, the payments easier and faster. They can pay bills and everything, but 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 you know the difference between those fintechs and others uh, uh, is that others is all about reliability. You understand? Um, and what and what we what we define re- reliability to be. Uh, you know, actually, uh, it, it it actually consists of five different pillars. You know, which are transaction certainty, uh, effective UI UX. Um, yeah, and I'll shed more light on that later. Um, uh, transaction speed, uh, security, and customer support. You know, these five pillars make up uh, a reliability. So what we notice is that there is no single fintech app in Nigeria that solves these five problems at once. You know, and that's why a lot of Nigerians have to download multiple uh, fintech apps just to leverage on their on their individual unique uh, uh, features. Yeah, you understand. So, so we're building as a to solve all these five uh, uh, pillars. So we want to make a financial, and that's why we call it a financial super app. You know, or want uh, want to build a, our vision is to build the one and only fintech app you will ever need in Nigeria. So you can use it to pay your children's school fees. Uh, you can use it to send money to your friends, to request money, to even split money, to even save your own money in a vault. You know, towards 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 buying something. You might want, you know, you, you might decide to create a vault and call it iPhone 14 if you want to save money to buy an iPhone 14. And you can also do, uh, donate to charity. Uh, you can also. Uh, Pay your insurances. You know, we just want to make it a, a whole financial superb whereby you can do anything financial, and and the whole goal is to optimize your financial life because, uh, you know, we're all about soft living. So, but like, you can't live softly, you know, without actually having your finances straight. 
you know. So Azar will basically uh, help you solve all these problems, you know, and uh, and at the same time, while being uh, lightning fast. So we are so so we're building the fastest uh, fintech app in in Nigeria, whereby you know uh, when you send money, you know the money goes through the uh, goes to the uh, recipient, you know, within 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 split seconds, and that's what we call instant finality. Uh, it also very very secure that you know uh, hackers trying to hack the app will, will take them light years to actually track what's going on. Uh, um, it's also reliable, you know, in the fact of customer support. You know, normally, uh, tra- 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 uh, traditionally, this is one of the problems most fintechs haven't been able to solve. You know, the customer support issue. Mm-hmm. And when people have problems with, with the app, they need to file a complaint and then they'll, they'll be issued a ticket and then they have to wait in four hours for the person to even reply back but but we're eradicating all that bullshit you understand so with us a year you can actually our customer support is actually through whatsapp so when just uh, right from the app you can, you can access our whatsapp page and you can chat to a live person you know they will solve all your problems within minutes so, so we're bringing about a, a revolutionary customer support system whereby conflict resolution is guaranteed under 24 hours you know, give or take. So, so we're actually building something revolutionary. You know, something Nigerians have never seen before. And we're going to uh, uh, implement a lot of new features to come. You know, uh, given that the Nigerian government cooperates with us uh, fully. You know, uh, we're gonna implement it, uh, things like people people will be able to to literally swap their naira for a dollar directly on the app. You know, just like as a you know just as a hedge understand to to like save the value of your of your currency and we'll also try to implement the the in era you know so 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 we're also uh passionate towards uh pushing the you know the the, the cbn's uh, cashless policy you know which i think will solve a lot of problems you know like corruption and all that stuff in nigeria and to also re- uh, reduce the circulation of cash which will improve the economy of, of nigeria you know uh, so uh, there's a lot of things as is solving so 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 uh, i don't even think uh, as should be referred to as an app you know as is more like a movement yeah or, yeah yeah it's a movement to to optimize the financial lives of nigerians you know that's basically what, what we're trying to do so a lot of other fintechs you know might, might be might be good here and there you know, but, but we want to make something that when you when you use it, you know, you know that oh, uh, if you send my money now, go sleep because as I say, this thing you don't go like confirm hundred percent. Understand? No, no any, no any, no any, no any. All these uh, your uh, your funds don't don't uh, reverse to your own account or 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 you send money and the money gets lost in transit. Understand? Or, or, or all that that frustrating stuff that happens to Nigeria, and that's why when when you go to all these. Uh, other other apps, social medias, you know, you see a lot of people complaining about them. That oh, you know, I I, I just sent that ticket and and I've been debited and my my money hasn't been, yeah, you know, all all these little problems you hear, you know, with Nigerians. So they're not gonna face any of that, you know, when using Azure. So uh, and that's basically what we're trying to do. I'm also trying to make it, you know, to be not just the best in Nigeria but the best globally. You know, so a lot of standards that we're applying to uh, towards building the app, you know, uh, you know, our cutting edge uh, ethics, you know, um, so so it's not that you're going to use the app and 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 be disappointed, you know, because we're not doing this right or 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 we're only or, or we're only following revenue, you know, that's not what we're doing at Azza, you know. In fact, Azza pledges to donate ten percent of our quarterly profits, you know, to charities because our sustainable development goal is. Is the no poverty, you know, initiative whereby we want to eradicate poverty from Nigeria, 
you know, through Aza. So, so a lot of things we're doing at Aza, you know, is uh, is actually gonna benefit Nigeria a lot. And I really stand by what I'm saying because I'm the CEO and founder, you know, uh, and I really believe in what we're doing. Me and uh, I and my team uh, have have been building this up for the past six months. And we've had a lot of help and, you know, and, uh, along the way. But, but now we're done and we're ready to launch, to launch uh, February. So I think that people should anticipate the app and tell their families and friends about it. And they're about to experience a whole new revolution of fintech in Nigeria. Yeah. You said something about uh, customer service. In fact, like, I don't think there will even be any need of customer service because the app will be seamless on its own. So the customer service will just be useless even. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's always need for customer service, you know. Even if, even if, uh, you know, and no matter how perfect that the app is, you know, a lot of people might still want to ask uh, some questions, you know. But, 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 but like, I don't, I, I don't even really think uh, there will be a need for customer service uh, on the app because, uh, like I said, the, this app will be so seamless that you won't even need to need to uh, uh, to like uh, haul up uh, customer service to solve your problems because everything is literally. Uh, um, clear cut on that basically. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't wait. I think my best, um, my best feature is the is the vote one because I've personally not seen any uh, fintech application in Nigeria, and the fact that you can lock it up for for a while, it will help a lot of people that that have problems saving money to do certain things, and it help them like save a lot, especially me. I. Personally, I'm talking from experience. There's been times like I had problems with saving money, and uh, yeah, this this particular feature, I can't wait for it. It's it's, it's my best personally, speaking personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really love that feature, but I think I would say my best feature in the app is 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 the fact that you know the you know the other app will be like your personal assistant. You know, it's like your personal financial assistant, whereby, you know, uh, in fact, uh, if you have a bill to be paid, you know, it will even notify you that, oh, you're supposed to pay this bill to keep your electricity running, you know, to keep your Wi-Fi running, you understand? Or, and not just that, uh, the, 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 uh, you know, uh, like, you know, a lot of uh, Nigerian cards don't work on iTunes and all that stuff, Spotify, you know, and all, all these international brands. But my, my best feature is the fact that, you know, we're using that as a virtual card. You know, it's a virtual card, so meaning uh, it, it only works uh, virtually. You know, yeah, you can't even hold, have the possess the physical card of it. So, so you can actually use the virtual card to pay your your subscriptions, your Netflix, uh, Spotify, uh, Disney Plus. You know, all that stuff, and you can actually manage it directly from the app. So, uh, so in fact, uh, let's let's say you don't want to use Netflix for for the next month, so you can actually just just click a button and that's it. You can you can just click a toggle button and uh, and it will switch off the Netflix subscription for the next month. So in case you don't want to get get charged, so you can actually manage your subscriptions, you know, effortlessly from for, from the app. So uh, I I think that, that that's a whole turning point because you, you don't see that on any of this. Uh, this Nigerian fintechs really you don't say that uh, basically uh, anything Nigerians have been yearning for you know they, they will see it on on Aza uh, and anything Nigerians have used abroad on 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 international fintechs you know will be available on Aza because we're trying to t- take uh, the fintech in Nigeria to the next level. Yeah. Wow, this is like the financial series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, uh, over the, uh, over time, you know, the app will, will will get more intelligent with AI, you know, to try and even uh, uh, help uh, to try and optimize your financial life even more. So to even try and tell you, you know, uh, how 
uh, like and actually try try and predict your spending habits you know and tell you oh you're spending too much or you're spending no or you have spent way more money on on this category than this you know because because the app will actually tell you you know if you have uh what, what you've been spending your money on because we uh, the app tracks all that things uh all those things down and you can actually see it on your monthly summary so the monthly summaries your your, your monthly bank statements is, isn't going to be that that boring pdf you see on, on other fintechs no it's it's going to be a, a a revolutionary cutting edge um, you know, a PDF that actually uh, breaks down every single thing you have spent your money on, and what are those categories? Like, if you spend your money on DHL, so it will tell you that you spend your money on cargo. Uh, so if you spend your money on cinema, food, uh, maybe KFC, you spend your money on on subscriptions and all that stuff. So 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 it will it will construct a pie chart and show you what you have spent your money on. You know, whether you spend your money on on on, on transportation more. Or you spend your money on 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 food more, or, or on restaurants, or on charity, you know, all that stuff. So it's gonna make life so much easier for Nigerians, you know, so they can actually have time to focus on other fruitful endeavors. Given given uh like we ventured in um uh Web three, blockchain in general, do you think like Azar will apply this in future? Yeah, I think I think though I, I really love the, the the blockchain, you know, the concept because that's my area of expertise, and uh, yeah, and for sure, Azo will uh, Azo will be looking towards uh, incorporating the blockchain technology, you know, and just to make our app m- more decentralized and and, if, uh, and way more efficient. You understand? Because if if your app is using the blockchain methodology, maybe proof of work, proof of stake, then users don't even have to worry about us, you know, controlling their funds because no one no one will have access to their funds like, like currently no one even has access access to to users funds you know so because uh and security is at the is, is at the top of our priority list you know so and we believe that the blockchain provides far more security than the traditional uh banking mechanisms we're seeing being used in nigeria so so we're going to incorporate the blockchain for sure and we also might incorporate you know the cryptocurrency uh, you know, a trading option, you know, on our, on our platform. So people, people, people will be able to uh, purchase their favorite cryptos right from Aza, uh, or or like even purchase stock stock options. You know, you, you can buy the Apple stock, or or buy Facebook stock or Tesla stock directly from the Aza app. Unfortunately, this is the end of the episode, and Alimzi has some things to do. As we planned for this episode to be thirty minutes, thank you for coming, Aza man. I hope so when I don't rise. We hope to see you guys in the coming weeks. That's it for the episode. Don't forget to follow Aza on every social media platform at Aza Niger. I hope everyone has a soft week ahead. Safe.